There were 20 phone calls that came in, only nine were returned. Email responses within 24 hours, there were 15, call, 15 emails that came in and only eight of them were answered within 24 hours. And then if you look at November and December, it reflects the same thing. This gives you a good snapshot of So just as a quick recap, last week we talked about having that kickoff meeting with your team to talk about the Build Your Business Health Check program. Then we also talked about creating the intake form. That's that form that we went through where we want to ask questions about systems, existing procedures, job aids, process maps, reporting, and anything else that may be important to put on an intake form. We also talked about having the intake meeting with the business owner or the subject matter expert. Because of course in that meeting, we want to walk through all of those things that we have on that intake form. We also talked about requesting and reviewing system access, procedures, job aids, process maps. So everything that we talked about in this intake meeting, we wanted to make sure that we were reviewing all of these things so we can lead up to this point, which is the process walkthrough. Now, looking at this process map, it may be a little overwhelming, but you as the business owner or the designated QA person, you're already familiar with the process. You're already familiar with your process. It's just about documenting your process if it's not already documented. It doesn't necessarily have to be in this format. It could be in a procedure or just simply sitting next to someone and having them walk you through the process. So I'm gonna use the Build Your Business Health Check program process map high level just an example of what your process what the process walkthrough should look like so here's the starting point of course now we have the kickoff meeting that's the very first thing that i would do in my process right so if i were the qa person or if i were the one coming into your business to help you build out your business health check program this is where we would start then we would go to creating the intake form now creating that form is something that's kind of done behind the scenes. All of the questions that I want to ask. Then you have your intake meeting. Now the intake meeting is once I came up with all of the questions, I'm going to have the meeting with that designated QA person or with the business owner to ask all of the questions that I put on that intake form. Then it's the request and review. I'm going to request system access. Even if I can't have read-write access, it could be screenshots. So you may say, okay, no, we don't want to give Tyrone access to our systems, so we'll give him snapshots or whatever it is that he's requesting. So I'll review the, the system or the screenshots. I'll review your procedures so I can kind of read through all of your procedures step-by-step step to understand what you do and why you do it. Also, any type of job aids or process maps. Then the next thing would be step five, which we're gonna talk about later on in this video. It'll be step six. And then right here, I have to make a decision. Once I get here, if it's no, then we end the process. We completely stop right there. But if it's yes, then we go to step seven. So in your process, if you ever have to make a decision in your process that tells you if you should go left or you should go right, this is an example of that. So once you go to step seven, you then go to step eight, step nine, the last step of your process, and then we end here, which we'll talk about all of these steps. So when you create your process walkthrough, sit down with the business owner or with the designated quality person to literally walk through the process 
step by step so that person can have an understanding of what you do day to day. So now we've had the kickoff meeting. We created the intake form. We've had the intake meeting with the subject matter expert. We've requested and reviewed the procedures, the job aids, the process maps. We've requested system access. We've done the process walkthrough. So the next step in the process would be building the evaluation form. Now that evaluation form is something that you'll put together to actually document your evaluation on whoever's responsible for a particular process or product, ensuring that they actually followed all of the steps in the procedure. Now on that evaluation form, you want at the very top le level basic information. So the person's name that's responsible for the process and or product, the name of the process and the date. Now down here, there's a couple things that you want to have. All of the questions that you want to ask that's related to the process. Now keep in mind, if there's 12 steps in your process, you don't have to put all 12 steps in your evaluation form if you don't want to. Most of the time is putting the more critical steps in your evaluation form. Now that you have your, your questions, now you want a section that has possible points. So for as an example, let's just say one question number one is worth 25 points. You want to ensure that it equals 100. So all of the points total 100, but you start off with possible points for each question. Then you have actual points. So of course, let's just say for example, question number one, they did a great job. They would score all of the actual points. So if it's 25 points that they can score, they receive 25 points for that particular question. Then you have your total points. Now the total points, after you go through all of the questions and you fill in all of the possible points, you come up with your total points at the very bottom. Then of course you want to leave room for a comment section. Now in that comment section, you want to provide feedback on their strengths and also the opportunities. With the opportunities you put in the freeform comment section, exactly what they needed to do um, with that particular process, maybe even document the step in the procedure and name the procedure as well. So therefore they know exactly where to go in the procedure and they can pinpoint or read that step in the procedure. But also talk about where they did well, where they performed well, because they want that positive reinforcement as well. And then you, you want to save the form. So once you created the or completed the evaluation form, you want to save the form, making sure that you're saving it in the same spot every single time. So if you have multiple team members, you have different folders. So it doesn't matter if you're using SharePoint, if you're using Shared Drive, or if you're just using an Excel spreadsheet, just to make sure that you're saving it by employee, you're saving it by month, you're saving it by week, you're saving it by year. Those are the different levels of folders that you want to have. And then also sending feedback to the person that's doing the evaluations. Now, obviously, if it's you as the manager that's doing an evaluation on yourself because it's just you, then you actually get a chance to see how you're performing. You get a chance to do a look back. So let's just say three months later, you can do a look back to see how you performed three months ago, how you performed last month, how you performed this month. And then, but if it's a designated QA person, you would send that feedback directly to that person and their manager. So if you're not their manager, if you actually have a manager that's over that department, you would send the feedback directly to them. And that wraps up the evaluation form. Okay, so we've had the kickoff meeting. We've created the intake form. We've had the intake meeting with the subject matter expert. 
We've requested and reviewed the procedures, the job aids, and the process maps. We've had a chance to do the process walkthrough with the business owner or the subject matter expert. We've created the evaluation form. Now let's talk about reporting. This right here helps you keep your pulse on the business. Reporting is very critical. So I'm gonna walk through this example that I just created. So this is your snapshot, or you can call it your, your dashboard or your reporting to get a quick snapshot of how your business or how an employee is performing. Now let's just say hypothetically, the goal is 80%. So we'll just talk about a repair business. So the goal is 80%. So you want to make sure that the repairs, the on-time deliveries, return phone calls, and email responses are all at 80% or above. So you have your goal at 80% here. You can see month one, it was 70%. Month two, it was 80%. Month three, it was 85. So month one, struggled a little bit. Two and three, you were at the 80% or above the 80%. And then month four and five, you were actually below the 80%. So then you say, okay, well, where are we performing well? So when you look at where you're performing well, you say, okay, these are our strengths, our repairs and on-time delivery. So you know for a fact that you are thriving in those categories. Then you look at the opportunities and you say, okay, our opportunities are returning phone calls within 24 hours and responding to emails within 24 hours. Now to get a snapshot of where you actually stand with that, if you wanna break it down outside of just this graph, you get into your functions. So this first column right here has your functions, your repairs, your on-time deliveries, your return calls, and your email responses. So in the month of October, there were 100 repair requests that came in. You actually met the service level 100. On-time delivery, there were 50 deliveries requested. You hit all 50 on time. Now, when, it, when you look at the return calls, there were 20 phone calls that came in, only nine were returned. Email responses within 24 hours, there were 15, call, 15 emails that came in and only eight of them were answered within 24 hours. And then if you look at November and December, it reflects the same thing. This gives you a good snapshot of your repairs, your on-time delivery, your return calls within 24 hours, and your email responses within 24 hours. So if it's you as the business owner that's responsible for these particular tasks, it's giving you a snapshot of where you can improve. Now, of course, when you improve, what happens? Your ratings go up, right? People start to refer you because they're saying, hey, not only are you doing a great job with these things, but you're also doing a great job with these things as well. And if it's not you as the, as the business owner, it's the person that's designated to actually perform these processes or these steps. It gives you a chance to see how that particular employee is performing and what you can do to help them in the process, what you can do to help them improve. Or when you get to that evaluation at the end of the year, you can see exactly how they were performing to determine if they're going to get an increase and how much that increase is going to be. Remember, the whole purpose of the Business Health Check program, also known as Quality Assurance, is to keep your finger on the pulse and performance of your business, keeping your finger in the pulse and performance of your staff. We'll see you next time.